Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. I'm not feeling well today. I don't know, no reason. I didn't sleep well, but uh, that's not it. It's um, it's this thing I have, and I don't know if it's uh, nature or nurture, meaning I don't know if it was passed on from my dad, but my dad used to uh, maneuver in extremes. You know, he would either act like he won the lottery or that the sky was falling. He lived in panic and fear or on cloud nine. And uh, when he was happy, uh, he was he was such a joyful, fun, um, charismatic, uh, inappropriate in a good way, a silly um, kind of person. And then, of course, when he was um, sad or down, uh, when he was uh, stressed out, um, he took hostages, you know, and growing up in that house, um, I was always worried. I, I think I, you know, was worried about things I shouldn't have been worried about at a young age because uh, my dad just wasn't aware of how his um, his trenches, uh, him, you know, dipping into the, the, the lower frequencies and, and feeling discouraged and whatever he was going through, how, how much that bled uh, rippled into, uh, impacted his children, you know. Uh, but anyway, so I, I've always thought like, am I, am I bipolar? I know my, my dad, my dad was an addict, so, um, or he was an alcoholic, so uh, I, I don't know if it had to do with that or, I don't know, maybe he was bipolar, I don't know. Anyway, I also don't want to throw around labels like bipolar, ADHD, um, narcissism and there's a difference between narcissistic tendencies or uh, a narcissistic personality disorder and i think we live in a world where we uh throw around a lot of labels so i don't want to label myself it's okay that i woke up and i'm not feeling well um or i'm you know, mentally not feeling well not feel, uh, feeling to kind of dis- discouraged and blah gloomy foggy I want to talk today about um, a superpower we have, and I was thinking about this on my way home from my morning pour-over, that you could hear me sip and um, probably cringe every time I do it. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, The superpower that we have, one of them, is empathy, and I want to talk about it, it in a way, hopefully um, a new angle or maybe something that you haven't heard before because it's something that uh, we talk about a lot. I'm sure you've heard about empathy and you, a lot of people saying to do it, <laughs> kind of like kind of like uh, practicing gratitude, um, forgiveness, you know, all of these big words uh, that, that we know we should start practicing. Um, some some of us don't know how. Some of us don't know what it means. Some of us uh, feel like we're doing it, but we're not, right? If someone hurts you, if you are angry at someone, it's usually because someone hurt us. Um, if someone was reactive to you, and 
instead of reacting back, which is what most of us do, uh, and, and, and maybe part of that is coming from our own uh, fears, you know, equaling protection or whatever, but instead of the knee jerk, instead of reacting back, instead of um, punching back, instead of uh, whatever that looks like, uh, it doesn't have to be uh, literally a punch. If you could try to understand or get very curious about where that action, those words, uh, whatever the person uh, did uh, is coming from, meaning uh, he or she has a story. And so to get curious about uh, what they're going through, what they're struggling with, and maybe what they did was a result of that. I mean, not even maybe, chances are it was. And um, exploring that, getting curious about that. To me, that's what empathy looks like. It's not just this uh, fancy word of, um, you know, walking someone else's shoes. What do you think it's like for them? Those kind of phrases, I think, can be slippery because we hear them a lot. But if you can get curious about one story, where they're at in their life, what they've gone through, and why they uh, would do what they just did or, or say what they just said, or even if it's something really simple like not returning a text or you know whatever it is, right? Then what happens is uh, there's a lot more room for, obviously, for, for compassion and you're humanizing the person. Um, but the other thing that you're doing, and this is what I, I, I really want to talk about, is you are stretching yourself. Um, you are minimizing internalization because a lot of times uh because when i say stretching yourself uh, of course i mean growth but also um by stretching yourself you are leaning into possibly something that's uncomfortable and at the same time growing and uh minimizing in internalizing minimizing internalization so let me explain that so whenever someone uh, does something to us it's very easy for us to blame ourselves, right? It's very easy for us to say, um, maybe this has something to do with my worth. Maybe I'm defective. Maybe, you know, and that, that's why it hurts so much is, we, you know, we take things personally. And um, from that hurt, the action can be, you know, uh, anger or re- another, you know, a reaction back or whatever. Uh, a lot of times uh, saying things, doing things that, that we uh, regret, right? But if we take a beat and we explore the other person's story or at least get curious about it and then create that room where then we can be more compassionate and see the person not as a monster but um someone who's trying someone who's struggling someone who is uh um reacting not because uh he or she is a horrible person but because that's all they know and maybe they don't have the tools to respond so now we have humanized that person there is um, a door that's been opened for compassion. And the other thing that happens is whatever they did, you take less personally, you know, because you now see it coming from somewhere, their story, their whatever, childhood, something that they struggled with, their fears. And that's where the, the, the blame goes instead of um, the finger being pointed at you. So... Uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but by by being empathetic to someone else who has hurt you, you are also protecting yourself. You're uh, 
pushing the finger that we usually point at ourselves away. You are um, cutting the cord from um, tying whatever it is uh, that the other person thinks you are, right? Like whatever it is that the other person uh, is didn't take well and, and, and why that person was reactive. So that you're cutting the cord from that to your worth because a lot of times we um, – when we are hurt or someone uh, does something to us, we feel that um, um, we are less than. We feel that we, uh, you know, there's something wrong with us. And so by trying to understand the other person, where what they did comes from, um, you are now blaming yourself less. I'm trying to think of a personal example. Uh, I have been in a relationship. Um, oh, I've been in many, but one of my relationships that that expired, um, I thought things were cool, and then she sent me an email um, that was very uh, character assassinating and blaming, and uh, there was a lot of anger in this email and lots of pain, and. Uh, it was very easy for me to um, blame, to get angry back, and instead, I uh, I took a moment and I started to think about her story. And what it did was, it made me um, put myself in her shoes, and it made me uh, realize, oh, this is why she's so angry, because uh, of these beliefs, or because of this up- upbringing, or because of these things that have happened to her. Um, of course, you know, anyone would be this hurt and this angry. Um, and so it made me understand that better, which then made me take her email less personal. Now, of course, when I first read it, I took it very personally and, uh, I internalized and thought I was a piece of shit. And I, you know, um, was sad that, uh, she had so much hate still toward me blame. And so I kind of like Blame myself and wanted to be responsible for my actions, um, but but then if I, I but then if I as I sat and 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 decided to actually practice and deploy some empathy um, instead of just getting angry back, it's like throwing a boomerang, and then the boomerang comes back to you, you know, and so I was empathetic. I got curious about her story why she said the things she said, understood it better, put myself in her shoes, um, see the damage, the hurt, the pain that I caused. And then um, by doing all of that, uh, I blame, blamed myself less. The process of understanding someone's story and why that hurt that person and why they reacted the way they did caused me to blame myself less Instead, um, I, I don't know if the word is blaming her story, but the the the, the weight was now more um, on her story, less on me. Now, at the same time, it wasn't a way of me deflecting. I did uh, take ownership uh, of you know the, the the my you know my actions and 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 how I hurt her, uh, sure, but. I didn't internalize and and feel that um, I'm defective or less than um, or a piece of shit today because of that, right? Um, 
I understood better. Oh, this reaction tells me that how much it hurt her, right? Um, and of course, I was a, a, a I was a, I played a factor in that, you know. Anyway, so if you are holding on to um, any kind of resentment or anger, or if someone recently um, hurt you in some way, instead of reacting back, instead of just uh, you know uh, unfollowing, unfriending, sending people the voicemail, and cutting people out of your life, see if you can get curious about their story and why they did what they did, and if you could try to understand that. I mean, the best thing would be to actually have a conversation, but um, that doesn't happen realistically often. So just to try to understand that, see where that comes from, and the process is also going to um, give you a lot of, a lot more freedom, a lot less internalization, and um, I think you'll feel um, better about yourself. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.